and welcome to the third part of our special series about the fallout from the FDA's controversial approval of the new Alzheimer's drug, aducanumab. The decision, clouded by questions about the drug's safety, efficacy, and big cost, is sending shockwaves through the U.S. healthcare system. This week, we're bringing you four conversations with people asking messy, difficult questions and reckoning with this moment. Today, we hear from the payer perspective, from the studio at the Leonard Davis Institute at the University of Pennsylvania. I'm Dan Gorenstein, and this is Tradeoffs. This is precisely the scenario that, that someone like me dreads. Mark Miller advised Congress on Medicare spending for 15 years. He's also worked at the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services. Now, he's Executive Vice President for Healthcare at Arnold Ventures, a philanthropy that, in full disclosure, also supports trade-offs. So, Mark, this new drug, aducanumab, comes with a hefty price tag of $56,000. A lot of that is going to be picked up by Medicare. That's the public insurance program that covers some 50 million seniors. Is Medicare ready to absorb potentially billions in new spending on this blockbuster drug? No, I don't think it is positioned to absorb billions on on this drug or any other at this price tag. For years, the growth rate in Medicare has exceeded the resources that we as a society have to devote to Medicare. It's growing faster than our GDP. And I just want to say this is not an abstract problem, you know, for policy people and, you know, and the academics. Young people should care deeply about this problem. Their taxes are going into this program now, and there is a real generational question of whether this program, or at least this program in its current form, is going to be available for them. So what do you do about it? You can try and generate more revenue through taxes and premiums. You can pay less for services and drugs, narrow access to the services. And finally, you could cover fewer people under Medicare. So here's, here comes aducanumab. And let's assume that aducanumab is prescribed as widely as it could be. How much of a burden could this drug be on Medicare? So, Dan, uh, the Kaiser Family Foundation recently estimated, and I think conservatively, if 500,000 people take this drug, it's $30 billion in new spending. That's annual, $30 billion annually. But as you know, there are as many as 6 million people who have Alzheimer's in this country. So just a different way to think about it, think of just if 2 million take it, you're looking at over $100 billion new annual spend in Medicare. That, that is an increase that's equal to one-eighth of Medicare's entire budget. Just, and, for, and just for one drug. Just for one drug, that's right. And I want to be clear, I don't want to be you know, alarmist, but I do want to be alarmist because the indication is for the treatment of Alzheimer's. And so if there's not clinical protocol that would potentially limit or target its use, I'm not sure what slows this down. How long have you been in health policy? 
How many years? A long time. Uh, 30-some-odd years? I don't know. In your three decades, have you ever seen one drug that could have this kind of impact on federal spending? Is this a bit of a unicorn situation, or have we seen this rodeo before? This is... This is a problem. This isn't even the hep C where it was a high price tag, but there was a measurable effect. This is, there's a high price tag, and there's very little evidence that this does anything at this price and this potential population, and it it virtually or appears to fall on Medicare. This is a huge event. Mark is talking about drug maker Gilead's hepatitis C drug, Savaldi, which originally cost $84,000 for a 12-week treatment, $1,000 a day, but it basically cures the disease. So if we go with this Kaiser Family Foundation paper, 500,000 people will get on this drug, which represents an additional $29 billion in spending every year, where would all these new billions of dollars be coming from? So just to set the table a little bit, the uh, price of the drug is being set at $56,000. There's an additional payment for the physician. Now, those dollars will come from two places. The Medicare program will pay 80% of that. The person taking the drug will pick up 20% of that through their coinsurance. Now, most people have supplemental coverage, which will help them with that 20%, but many people do not. And that means they'll be on the hook for as much as $11,000 out of pocket. And then, not to mention, there's going to be testing around this to qualify as well as to monitor the impacts, and that can have additional out-of-pocket expenses. And people are also paying a premium on top of those out-of-pocket costs, right? A monthly premium. That's absolutely right. Premiums are likely to go up as the entire Medicare program absorbs the cost of this drug. And to be clear here, Dan, that means everyone on Medicare, whether you are taking this drug or not, whether you have Alzheimer's or not, you'll see your premium go up. The big insurer, Cigna, recently told the New York Times that other costs associated with aducanumab, like MRIs, could be as high as $30,000 in the first year of treatment. When we come back, what the government could do to stop this runaway train and why Mark is not holding his breath. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome back. We're talking with Mark Miller, 
about the potential fiscal impact of the controversial new Alzheimer's drug branded by Biogen as Aduhelm, or more commonly known as Aducanumab. For more than a decade, Mark advised Congress on Medicare policy as part of the commission known as MedPAC. As we're all acutely aware, Mark, Medicare does not have the power right now to negotiate drug prices. What other tools or powers does the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services have to try to rein in spending on Biogen's drug, aducanumab? One way to think about what Medicare could do is to begin to think about coverage and make a coverage determination. And as an insurer, Medicare could say, given the lack of evidence, we're not going to pay for this. Or alternatively, Medicare could say, okay, not 6 million people, but people who have these indications will be covered. But a lot of the national coverage decisions, rather than outright denials, are more these clinical indication things. You know, lung volume reduction surgery is available to patients who have these indications as opposed to outright, we don't cover it. Now, you will find things like acupuncture for this. No, we're not paying for that. But a drug of this disease, this magnitude in this population, I'm not aware of a denial that comes anywhere close to this. When Medicare does make a so-called national coverage determination, like Mark's talking about, they're generally not allowed to consider cost effectiveness, but they are allowed to consider whether a service or drug is, quote, reasonable and necessary. And legal and policy scholars have already begun to scrutinize those two small words to see if they offer some room for Medicare to restrict the use of this drug. Mark. What do you think about the politics, the optics of Medicare telling potentially millions of people with Alzheimer's that they can't have this dose of hope, this first drug that's come on the market in 20 years? There may be a national coverage determination process. But let me put it this way. If your question was, do you think there will be a decision that says, no, you can't have this drug? I don't think that will happen. So, Mark, you walked us through the impact this decision could have on people with traditional or fee-for-service Medicare. And that's about two-thirds of folks in the program. What's this going to mean for the other third? people who have managed care plans through Medicare Advantage. So like the people in traditional Medicare, they will face cost sharing for the use of this drug. It'll depend to some extent on their plan, but unlike traditional Medicare, they can't buy supplemental insurance. So they will have to pay the co-payment or co-insurance out of pocket. And as we've already discussed, that can be a big bill. Now, what Medicare Advantage as the plan may try to do is try to control spending through things like prior authorization or some clinical steps that you have to go through in order to get access to the drug. But there are 
questions there of like what those um, steps would be. And by and large, they have to follow the eligibility and coverage rules that are present in the traditional Medicare program that you were referring to a moment ago. The final question that I have, Mark, is does aducanumab and its price tag move the country one step closer, move Congress one step closer to allowing Medicare to negotiate drug prices? It should. It probably won't. This should be the case study for why a program like Medicare needs a range of tools, you know, coverage and payment in order to uh, manage costs for the taxpayer and the beneficiary. Everybody is going to carry this uh, cost, all the Medicare beneficiaries, all the taxpayers. This is the problem. This drug could really swamp this program, and to have no way to put the brakes on that, you know, how much of this goes on before a premium becomes unaffordable. Mark, thanks for taking time to talk to us on Tradeoffs. Really appreciate it. Thank you, Dan. There are a couple of other big players that aducanumab costs could hit. State Medicaid programs for people with low incomes and the Veterans Health Administration, who Biogen said in a press release they're actively negotiating an agreement with right now. In that same press release, which came out the day Aduhelm was approved, the company also said it intends to enter a value-based contract with Cigna, and that Biogen can help patients assess financial options. Details are scant. Biogen ended the press release with a promise that the drug's $56,000 a year price tag will stay in place for the first four years. I'm Dan Gorenstein, and this is Tradeoffs. We've got one final conversation left in our special four-part series. You can find earlier episodes in our feed right now. Tomorrow, we'll hear how drug makers and investors are reacting to the FDA's surprising decision to approve aducanumab. I spoke to one executive who um, shared that he had spoken to someone at Biogen and said, what the hell are you guys doing? Next time on Tradeoffs. If you enjoyed today's episode of Tradeoffs, leave us a rating on Apple Podcast or whichever app you use. You can keep in touch with us between episodes by following us on Twitter at TradeoffsPod or sign up for our newsletter at Tradeoffs.org. The Tradeoffs team is producer Ryan Levy, Chief of Strategy and Operations Jessica Silverman, Operations Assistant Jamie Song, Sound Designer Andrew Perella, and Senior Producer Leslie Walker. The Tradeoffs theme song was composed by Ty Sitterman with additional music from Blue Dot Sessions. Special thanks to Tricia Newman, Juliet Kubansky, John Sawyer, Rachel Sachs, and Sean Dixon. Tradeoffs is supported in part by the Robert Wood Johnson Foundation, Arnold Ventures, the Leonard Davis Institute of Health Economics at the University of Pennsylvania, West Health, the California Healthcare Foundation, and the National Institute for Healthcare Management. The views expressed in this episode are those of the individuals and not those of trade-off staff, advisors, or funders. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.